0: This morning, we are live. Uh, Can you guys hear me out there? I want to know. Just give me a a thumbs up and chat if you can hear me. Uh, And uh, if you cannot, then I hope you can read my lips. (laughs) Anyway, I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Uh, You know, good morning, Lori. Uh, Who else do we have here with us? Let's see here. Um, We've got Denise. Uh, we've got uh, welcome, family, Ronald. So good to have you guys this morning. I will be bringing my wife on here in just a, a moment or so. Um, you know, people ask me. They say, David, you do a lot of interviews. You 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 do shows. You know, I've made a lot of movies. Uh, they said, what is the what is the most What do you like doing the most? What's the most enjoyable? What what do you get the most out of, of all the things you do? You know, I really had to think about that, and I want to share that with you this morning. The time that I cherish the most, the time that I value the most, is Sunday mornings with you at 11 o'clock. A.M. Eastern Standard Time, right here, right now, what we're doing, I value the most. Why? Because because you're family and because God speaks. Not, not, uh, you know, I don't speak. I want God to speak. You know, that's why we're here, is to have God speak. And God speaks through you to me, just like I believe he speaks through me to you. And I just wanted to share that with you because it's so important for us to meet together every Sunday morning or whatever time we choose. But we, we've chosen this time because you're family and we need family in these in these last days, folks. We need family. So speaking of family, let's go and see Betty's here. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Dan. Good morning. Uh, looks like Gardner is here um, We've got a whole slew of people here this morning. Yep, uh, good to see you guys, Ronald. Um, and I'm taking it that you can hear me, so we're going to move on. Um, I want to uh, also say something else to you I think is important. You know, there's times that I've been tired and, and people have asked me to do things uh, that conflict with Sunday morning, meaning... And, and it's tempting, let me tell you. I was invited to do something uh, actually this morning that I, that conflicted with this time so that we couldn't be together. And then I thought, well, you know, maybe I can, you know, pre-record something. Uh, and, and, uh, it, it, and that didn't sit right with God because he told me, he says, David, if you pre-record something, how can you pre-record me? God said, how can you pre-record me? In other words, if someone needs a prayer request, you're not there. It's pre-recorded. And I said, you're right, God, I'm not. Then I came back to God and I said, what about reruns? I can rerun a show. And he said, how could you do that? You know, and then I thought about, have you ever sit down with your favorite show and you go, man, I want to watch this show. You got a big bowl of popcorn, whatever, and come to find out, it's a rerun, you've seen it before. No, folks, you're not gonna get any reruns here. You're not gonna get any pre-recorded. I mean, I'm saying that unless, you know, God uh, deems it. So if, if God says you gotta do something, then, you know, whatever, uh, and there's been times I've been kicked off the air and so forth. And so uh, I've had to, uh, you know, either run something pre-recorded or whatever. Uh, okay, good to see you guys. Good morning, uh, uh, Betty. Uh, am I buffering? Could I be buffering? That's, uh, that's not a possibility, but who knows. Um, all right, let's get to it. What do we do here? What do we do? First of all, we believe in repenting, and welcome everybody if you're brand new here. We, we believe in repentance. When Jesus showed up to be baptized, he said, repent, for the kingdom of God is near. Well, now the kingdom of God is here because Jesus died on the cross, went to the Father. He said, repent. Uh, John the Baptist said, repent. He told the religious people, the Pharisees, repent. So we repent. We believe in repenting. It's a good thing. We believe in altars. We have altars here. Every morning you can bow before the altar and repent. Give it to God. It's so important that, you know, I forget sometimes I go before God. I start asking him all these things and I forget that I need to repent. And I do. I repent. I repent on the fact that I forgot to repent. Oh, and what else do we do? We sing hymns. We don't sing the new songs. I'm not putting down all the new songs, but folks, I'm telling you, some of these new songs are not from God. I know it's a business. People make money. I'm from Nashville. I was a songwriter, and I talked about this, that uh, these big companies make money off these Christian songs. It's a big bucko's business. Well, I like the old hymns because they're public domain. Nobody really makes money. They're in public domain. Okay? So it's not a money thing, and the old hymns have stood the test of time. So David, that's not scriptural doing the old hymns. Excuse me, turn to Colossians 3:16. Colossians 3:16. Let the message of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through what? Psalms hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Now, I know back then, these these hymns weren't written, but God knew they'd be written. All right? God knew they'd be written. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Edith is here. Good morning, Edith. Uh, Rob is here. Uh, Mira is here. Good morning, everybody. Uh, God bless you all. Uh, so good to see you. And uh, let's see here. Um, okay, let's get to it. Um, are you getting old? You wake up in the morning and you feel aches and pains, and you look in the mirror and you you kind of see one more wrinkle on your face. We look in the mirror, we look at our body, it looks like an old hound dog. <laughs> I'm all wrinkled up. But you know, I was like that like 15 years ago. Seriously, I, I mean, I was getting old, right? And I was looking old. Why? Because I thought that's what happens. When you turn a certain age, you're supposed to well, you get old, you look old. I mean, look at everybody else. They're kind of doing what everybody else is doing. I was gaining weight. My knees were hurting, I couldn't run anymore. I went to two or three doctors. They said, give up running, you're getting old. Then I remembered scripture and I couldn't get it out of my brain. It said, David, you've become a new creature in Christ. You became a new creature in Christ. I that 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 scripture was in my brain. What does that mean a new scripture a new creature in Christ? In Christ, Lord, what does that mean? I'm a new creature. What? I mean why? Does that just mean my mind? Does that just mean my spirit? Or could it mean my body? So why do we fight to keep our health? I know people that aren't Christians that are healthier, look younger than a lot of Christians. Why do we have troubles, diseases, anxiety, addiction? You know, there's more divorce now. It's hit the tipping point among Christians than there are non-Christians. Because religion has told us to accept it. You go into most churches and everybody's getting old. You know, I go Wednesday night prayer meetings. I don't do that anymore in these churches because they're pity parties. Oh, God, Agnes has got cancer. Joe's got, his teeth has fallen out. Got lung cancer, yeah, because he smoked nine packs of cigarettes, and he's still smoking. Oh, God, would you heal him? No, it's a pity party. Stop begging God. And then the preacher in the pulpit is talking about power. But he doesn't have the power to keep a dozen donuts from his mouth uh, you know, before he gets up on Sunday morning to preach the gospel. But I'm going to say some things I believe God has given me that are very simple, but it's very hard to digest. It was for me, and I want to share it with you. See, I was making a movie some years back, and I needed a scene, a set uh, like a what do you call a mort? Uh, you know, where they embalm people. When they die, they take bodies, they embalm. It's a mortician. I needed that set, like a, I guess, an embalming set. So I went and I and I and I uh, uh, was invited over to this place where they embalm people. They're dead. And the guy's standing there, and I'm asking him. Uh, you know, because I'm looking at it, maybe I can rent it for this movie. And he had a, a a body he was working on, and then there was another body, you know, over here. You know, as I'm talking to the guy, boom, this body raises up, and I'm like shocked. And he starts laughing. <laughs> that, that 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 person's supposed to be dead. And the guy laughs, says, "Yeah, but but he doesn't know that." And that's why I want to talk about Christians this morning. Many Christians are walking around in a dead body, and they don't even know it. You see, the reason the person raised up in the morgue was because the guy explained it. He said, you know, the, the, the body is dead, but, but it doesn't know it, and it has these muscle contractions. He said it happens, you know. Whew. What about people that aren't saved? Well, we know they're dead. But what about the ones that are saved? but have never told their body, their old body, you're dead. It's time to put you in the ground. Not literally. These are called zombie Christians. When Christians are born again, but yet they're living in a dead body. You're a Christian. You're a child of God. You have a brand new body. Well, David, I know I'm going to get that new body when I get to heaven. By golly, I'm going to have that body. Get out. Yes, you will receive a heavenly body. But right now, you have a new body. It's an earthly body, but it is new. It has been Recreated, restored. The problem is we won't let it happen. Like I said, it's a hard pill to swallow. Stay with me on this. Now, you may be a Christian, but you're still slave to the flesh. Now we know we all, you know, uh, uh, struggle with the flesh. But I'm not talking about struggling with the flesh. I'm talking about people who are Christians are actually living in the flesh, wondering why they're still sick. Wondering why they go back to the same thing that they've always, you know, it's like, it's like being on a treadmill. You run, you run, you run, you don't go anywhere. I was like that for a long time, folks. I still get like that until God speaks to me and says, David, you are a new creature in me. Act like it. Let me explain to you about zombies. They're created like this. In the zombie movie, a person is alive. But then they get bitten by a zombie. And they're infected, which is sin. So as we're born, as children, we are saved. But then we reach a point of accountability, and we are accountable to sin. We become, we're a zombie. But then we get saved, we accept Christ, and we're no longer zombies. The problem is we accept Christ, but we don't get rid of the zombie body. Now stay with me on this, because I'm hopefully going to land the plane here. Go to 2 Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And too many Christians are waiting for a new body. You have a new body. You have one available to you now. And so do I. So your personality is determined by the way you think, you act, and you feel. That's. Known as your personality. Let's go to Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so he is. Folks, this is it. As you think, so you are. If you think you are not a new, uh, uh, don't have a new body, If you believe that, you know, when you become a Christian, you're just going to continue to to do the same thing and wither away and be like everybody else. If you think that way, you will. But that is not the case. That is not God's word. That is not God's intention. Do you think that when God finds somebody that's willing to stand up for him, preach the gospel, he's going to allow their body to decay as fast as anybody else's body who doesn't care about him? nonsense. God loves you. He's given you a body, a glorious body. Have you gone through trials, tribulations? Does the body have scars? Yes, but all that thing has a transformation. Let's go to Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think. We're going to talk about your mind now. See, your, your thought dictates your body to the point of... Our bodies almost become our minds. See, that's with a lot of Christians. We we let the addiction, we let the 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 you know the doing the same thing over and over again. That's what the body wants to do. It's a zombie. It gets up and just wants to do things on its own. But the way we think should determine what our body does. But our body is now our mind, which has to stop, and it stopped this morning. Okay. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. It's the transformation of our minds. When we are saved, our mind becomes transformed. When our mind becomes transformed, it affects our body. There's a a magical thing that happens in your body. Your mind is a powerful tool. You have the mind of Christ. Your thoughts activate your faith, which allows healing, miracles. Let me say that again. Your thoughts, the way you think, your mind of Christ activates your faith. You wonder why it's hard to have faith? Because of the way we think. Let me give you an example. The woman with a 12 years issue of blood. She went to every doctor. They said, forget it. You're dead. Gave her a death sentence. She was out of money. She was old. It was over. No hope. But no, 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 no. Not the way this woman thought. She saw the The man from Nazareth, she saw Jesus, the son of the living God. And she said, if I can touch his robe, if I can touch it, I will be healed. That was her thought. Her thought dictated her body. And she ran through that crowd and she touched Jesus. I've said this over and over again. I'm going to say it again. Jesus stopped. He said, who touched me? They said, a lot of people touched you, Jesus. No, no. Who intentionally, who thought in their mind, if they touched me, they would be healed? I want to know, where is that person? See, a lot of people bump up against Jesus. They want to be close to him, so they rub shoulders with him. But who intentionally touches Jesus, thinking, if I can touch Jesus, I can be healed? That woman, he turned and he saw her on her knees. It's me, Lord. It's me. Jesus said, your faith, your faith, the way you think, your thought process, because you believed it, has made you whole. Your body is now restored. You will not die. That issue of blood is dried up. Can I see an amen out there? Can I see it? Amen. It's good to, good to have you guys this morning. I get carried away. If you guys are new here, you'll know I do get carried away. Um, I want to tell you a story. And and I've, I've, I've told you the story about the woman who was a prostitute. I was down in Hollywood, and uh, I had on my uh, Last Evangelist shirt, or a shirt that had something on it that uh, was... Uh, uh, um, identified me as someone that believed in God. Nobody's the last evangelist. Yeah, it had to be last evangelist shirt. Um, but uh, I was down in a bad part of Hollywood. It was down Hollywood Boulevard. And it was at night. and She was in the store. I went into the store to get me a package of gum. And she said, uh, she said, hey, preacher. I looked and she said, you're a preacher, right? And I go, well, uh, some my shirt. Yeah, I was, because she said, I said, I'm an evangelist. And uh, she said, would you pray for me? She said, I've got a little baby, three-year-old baby at home, and I need to make money, and I don't feel right about what I'm doing. And and I prayed with her right there on that street corner in Hollywood Boulevard. I prayed with her. And after I prayed with her, I just stood there and she goes, well, what are you doing? I said, well, God told me not to just pray with you. He said, God told me to stay with you. Don't just pray with this young lady, David, stay with her. I said, do you mind if I just stand here? And she goes, no, I don't mind. And car pulled up and she went and talked to, I guess this John or whatever, and she felt kind of guilty. And she looked back at me and I saw that look in her eyes. She got in the car and drove off. And then I I, I, had given her my number and I got a call from her a year, about a year and a half later, and she said, uh, she was joking. She said, hey, preacher. Said, yeah. She goes, I just want to let you know that prayer changed my life. She said, I'm, I'm teaching school now. I'm teaching school. And I'm not doing what I used to do. And I said, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Praise God for that but it didn't stop there. Um, I, I was able to, to actually uh, talk to her uh, several years ago, which was about three or four years after that. And uh, she told me a story I wanna share with you, which relates to what I'm talking about. She said, David, she goes, I've gotten married again. I've gotten married again, and um, I've I've always wanted to, uh, you know, be uh, a virgin for my my husband. But, David, you know I'm not. I was a prostitute. I said, does the man you're going to marry, does he know you're a prostitute? She goes, yeah. I said, but you said that you wanted to be a virgin. She goes, yes. She says, but I have something to tell you. I said, okay. She said, the man I married had never been married before, and he had saved himself for the woman that he was to be married to. And she said, David, I, I don't understand this, but I want to share it with you. She said, Though I've been with many men and I was a prostitute, I prayed to God. I said, God, can you make me a virgin? Can you make me a virgin? And she said, David, I became a virgin. <sighs> I can't get into details because she said a little bit more than I want to share right now. But she said my, on my honeymoon night, She said, I I knew I was a virgin. She goes, I just knew that God recreated me. My parts, if you know what I'm saying. He restored me, David. I, I was a virgin for my husband. God gave me a second chance. You see, God is a God of miracles. God can take your body and God can do anything with your body that he wishes that 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 he wants to do, but you have to want it. You have to know it. You have to understand it. I want you to go to Colossians three three. Colossians three three. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your mind. Set your mind. Set your mind your heart. See, a lot of people think the heart is the thing that pumps here. No, no. It's your mind. It's the heart of you. It's an example. The heart is the thing that controls everything. Your mind of Christ controls everything. So set your heart, your mind on things above. There, where Christ is seated, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. We need to be thinking about the things above, not walking around on a cloud and not being able to connect with people, but what I'm talking about is, is spiritual. We need to be thinking spiritually. let you go to Romans 8, 5 through uh, 38, we're, we're not going to go all the way through 38, actually 5 through 12. But those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires, but to those who live according to the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. What do you desire? What do I desire? What we desire is what we have our minds set on. Do you desire a new house, a new car, more money? Or do you desire to be closer to God, to have the wisdom, to have the mind of Christ, to do things to please God? There's nothing wrong with having a new house, a new car, more money. Nothing wrong with that as long as it's in the right perspective. But these Six Flags Over Jesus churches, they're teaching uh, a prosperity gospel. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot see God. These are zombies. These are Christians that are still caught up in the flesh, folks. And this morning, we're going to pray that your flesh, that your body, God, has transformed is now going to be transformed, manifested to where you can actually see it. Because spiritually, God has transformed it. But we it is not manifested in the flesh because we don't believe it. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, you are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, which it does, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to God, of course not. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. Now, we know that if the Lord doesn't come back, this body that I have, this body you have, will eventually go to ashes. Of course, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about preservation. Just like that woman of blood, 12 years, was preserved. She was restored. That's what I'm talking about. 11, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the spirit who lives in you. You see, folks, you have the spirit of God in you. It's the greatest medicine. It's the greatest vaccine. But we need to acknowledge it. We need to believe it in order for it to manifest, in order for it to kick in. But too many Christians are running off to doctors trying to get prescriptions and go into therapy. Nothing wrong with any of that, maybe. But you must first understand that God is the great physician. God is the great psychiatrist, that God has now presented to you a vessel that's
1: restored.
0: 12. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Let me say that again. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. Folks, we need to put the deeds of the body, the misdeeds of the body, To death. And then we live. That's the zombie body. And accept God's body. All right. man, I tell you, I'm just so blessed to have you guys. uh, Lois and Lori. Faith. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let's go to... uh, Colossians 3, 5 through uh, 17. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because these things, the wrath of God is coming. That's the earthly nature. That's the zombie body. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language. Boy, I got convicted this morning. Filthy language, David. Don't listen to movies that have filthy language. But God, these are good movies. No, they're not. They're not good for you. Don't listen to these movies with filthy language. Can I have an amen on that? I mean... Do you guys watch movies, and they're good movies, and they use the F-bomb, and they got the four-letter words, and you just kind of shake your head and go, Lord. But do you kind of excuse it because you continue to watch the movies? Folks, it's hard. It's very difficult. But God doesn't want us to hear that, much less say it. warrior of Jesus says, why doesn't the church rebuke sin anymore? That's a good point. I like that, warrior. See, when you rebuke sin, you're rebuking demons. So why doesn't the church do that? Why? Because demons go to church. See, demons need a lot of people to come in these churches. The more people they can get in there, the more they can infect. And if you're not saved, they'll just let you be in your zombie be a zombie. But if you are saved, they don't want you to graduate from the zombie body. They want you to keep the zombie body because the zombie body keeps the Christian down. But when you rebuke the demon, when you rebuke sin, that cleanses the body. Let's go to verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people Holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you uh, has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts as members of one body. You and I are one body. Be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly and teach and admonish one another through wisdom. And I said this, psalms, hymns, and songs of the Spirit. And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So this morning, I want to go over just a few things, what we need to do to kill the zombie body. Number 1 is we need to repent. Right now, repent. You say, God, forgive me. Forgive me the fact that I have salvation. But yet I have not understood and come into the full consciousness, the full awareness of being your child. That's number one, is we must repent. We must turn away from and understand that we need to do something different. Repenting. And we have an altar. Folks, we have an altar right here in our church. This is is our church. repenting right where you are, if God's touching your heart, get on your knees and say, God, forgive me. Touch my mind, Lord. I know I'm a new creature in you, complete complete the creation. And number two, we need to be thankful for what God's given us. You know, we have so many issues and say, God, I got so many problems. I need help. Right now, I want to focus on something very important. I want to focus on 2,000 years ago when the Father sent his only son, his son that he loves so much. But he sent Jesus down to die for you and I, to take our sins away, to take away our zombie bodies and our corrupt minds. Right now I wanna bask in the awareness of thankfulness to the Father. Father, we thank you for sending your son. You didn't have to do that. But you knew that we'd be here this time in this place on a Sunday morning together, praising you, loving you, thanking you. Father, I know that when you looked down, you had tears in
1: your eyes as your son looked up to you and said, Father, why are you forsaking me? Oh, Lord, oh, Daddy.
0: But Lord, you loved us so much. We don't know why, but... We accept your love, and we praise you for it. Now, Father, we're asking right now to manifest these new bodies that you've given us. We are your children, Lord. Touch our minds. Let us know that we are royalty. There's those out there that have been suffering for sickness. Right now, there's healings going on all over the world. As God is touching you and giving you that new body. He's miraculously restoring you. There's going to be miracles reported. Thank you, Lord, for your restoration. God, touch our minds. Let us wake up every morning. And first of all, be thankful for what you've done for us. And then Lord, number two, remind us that we have your mind. That we think like you. That we're your children. What you've done for us. That we sit on the right hand
1: side of the throne with our Lord and Savior. and for me. Come home. Calling, calling, oh, sinner, come home.
0: There's many of you out there that are coming home. Are you saved? Yes, you are. But you're coming home. You're coming back to God. It's the realization that you're God's child, and now He's bringing you a new body. He's restoring. He's getting rid of the demons of disease, the demons of addiction. They're all now
1: gone. God's children are being cleansed
0: right now all
1: over the world.
0: Come home.
1: Come home. Why should we tarry? when jesus is pleading he's pleading he's calling pleading for you and for me why should we linger and heed not his mercies mercies for you and for Come home, come home, come home, you who are weary, come home, earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling, O sinner, come home.
0: I believe God is now touching minds all over the world right now. And he's showing you how to think. He's showing you that you and I have the mind of Christ. And that's where the power lives. And from this day on is the best of the rest of your life. Walking and talking with our Father, with our Lord, guided by the Holy Spirit. Sing with me.
1: Time is now fleeting, the moments are passing, passing from you and from me. Shadows are gathering, and yeah, death will be coming. Coming for you and for me. But let me tell you something, until that
0: time happens, God is restoring your body so that you can be a mighty warrior for Him. For you are a worker. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. God is healing you. God is taking you back to the way he wants you to be. Praise him right now. Give him thanks. Thank you, Father, for giving us this information this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. Thank you, Jesus, for sending the Holy Spirit, just like you said you People are being healed
1: all over.
0: Right now, I want to pray for your families. There's people out there with families that are lost. Lord, we stand in the place of our families. We ask for salvation, Lord, with our loved ones. We're believing, Lord, right now a miracle is happening.
1: Come home, come home, you are weary, come home, earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling Calling, oh sinner, come home, Oh, calling, come home, come home.
0: I hope you're watching us this morning on David Heavener TV. If you're not a member, I would Encourage you to go and sign up. That's our private platform, members only. Helps us support the ministry. Um, if you would like to become a, uh, a donor uh, to help us uh, continue this ministry, uh, perhaps monthly, that would be awesome. We'd appreciate it. Go to DavidHeavener.tv forward slash give, or you can call 844-806-0006, or you can text my favorite word, CHOSEN, to 91999. Uh, I want to try to bring my wife on this morning. Not quite sure if uh, she's here. Oh, there she is. So if you can
2: hear me, just wait.
0: Can you hear me? Um,
2: Yeah, I can hear you. But chat, will you let me know if you can hear me? Yeah. Just give me a... You can
0: hear me. Everything's good. And I barely hear you. But you know okay. what? If you speak loud, I'm going to be able to hear you. And it's not important that I hear you, Shanita. It's important that everybody else hears you. We have uh, we got some prayer requests here, and I know that you're going to um, share with us. What kind of prayer requests do we have?
2: Yes. Well, I if I can just back up, like to the very beginning when you talked about your commitment, and I am just so so in awe and respect of how you've been here every week for the past year and a half and um, you've made sacrifices and and I mean, God's given you health and he's sustained you and I, I really honor him and I admire you and your commitment. So thank you.
0: Well, thank and, you and, for being a partner and thank you for walking with me. I do appreciate that because I know it's been tough for you. I know it's been tough for you um but thank you for
2: that and then it's I, I call it ironic but it's really holy spirit how one of the verses the lord led me to this morning was james five sixteen, where he says make it your practice to confess your sins to one another and pray for each other that you may be healed and so i'm really thankful that you give us a platform to do that and i'm thinking of people who maybe have said well you know i've repented before but then I've fallen away. So it's just no use. Yeah. If I'm going to fail, what's the point?
0: Yeah, because I'll tell you what's the use. The use is, use is Shanita, that God is a loving, forgiving God. You know, God's not mm-hmm. like us. Um, right. Although we should be like God. God. God has always been there for me, though I've turned mm-hmm. my back on him many times. And mm-hmm. I have to repent quite a lot. So my message out there for you guys that have repented, but it seems that you end up right back where you are. First of all, you don't. It just seems that way. That's the devil's Mm lie. But number two is God honors repentance. He honors the altar.
2: Mm -hmm. He honors
0: a broken Mm -hmm. heart. You know, Mm -hmm. scripture, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but God can't talk to people who think that they're okay, God can't communicate hmm. to people who who don't understand that they're broken, and that's why the Pharisees, when Jesus walked the face of the earth, they didn't think they were broken. They thought they had it, you right. know, signs mm-hmm. delivered. They had religion, mm-hmm. and 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 that was the the religion, the demon of religion. And and Jesus said to them, you know, He said, "You're you're you're." You you think you see, now you're blind. Mm -hmm. But those that admit that they're blind, they're going to be able to see.
2: Which reminds me of your song, Naked and Blind, from Revelation 2 or 3. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we have to realize that we are naked and blind. And that doesn't mean that we're not worth anything. You know, repenting doesn't mean that we're worthless. It means that we're actually very valuable to God. Because think about it, the fact that you and I have a, a consciousness, a, 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 a desire, a need to want to repent, that is actually mm-hmm. a gift. Think of how many people that don't have that desire. See, I, I thank mm-hmm. God for that gift. I don't want to say gift, but desire of repentance. Oh, but absolutely. It, and yeah.
2: the more we stay responsive and sensitive to it, then the more the Lord can work. But when we harden our hearts, then we hear his voice more quietly the next time.
0: We we do. And you know, I wanna talk just a second about the fellowship. Uh, uh, This is a church, what we have, what God's given us is a church. It may not have physical walls, but God doesn't need physical walls. Um, This is a church, this is a meeting time. We are to respect this time together. Uh, don't forsake uh, the assembly. Mm-hmm. Don't forsake, you know, fellowship. And I'm so thankful that people show up every week. Mm-hmm. And I know that the things get in people's lives. They got things they got to do. But I know that they say, you know what? I'm going to be there for for the body. I'm going to be mm-hmm. there to pray. And people have needs. And and that's why this morning I had something very important to me. You knew that. It's very important to me. And I tried to negotiate with God Mm -hmm. I wanted to, you and I planned it on uh, maybe doing a pre-recording. And and God said, well, you can't pre-record me. God says, what are you gonna pre-record the Holy Spirit? How can you do that? And then I said, well, maybe we'll do a rerun. God said, you're not gonna rerun me. God said, I'm not a God of reruns. God says, I'm a God of premieres. I'm a first run God, I'm not a rerun God. And so I said, okay, Lord, I repent. And I had to repent, you know, and uh, I'm glad I did. Am I sorry that I wasn't able to do what I want to do? Yeah, but you know what? I would have been much more or if I would have gone and done that and forsake the assembly. So, it, so God willing, I will not forsake this assembly. I will not do it. So anyway, all right. For,
2: yeah, and welcome, especially to Carmen and Betty, who are with us on David Hebner TV. And everyone is welcome to join there for the live stream, whether or not you have a membership. The right. chat there is free. We don't know how long the other platforms will be available. So exactly, we're, please we're go. grateful hey, for we, we have, that.
0: Yeah, please go to David Hebner TV, and you can watch these shows free. If you want to watch our other shows, we have over 900 shows, and it's just five, six bucks a month. It's nothing. I uh, please go there, sign up, and if you have friends, tell them about it. I'm telling you, folks, I have people that don't know God that have gone to my channel and they've watched things, they've come back to me and say, David, I didn't know there was a God like this, I didn't know any of this kind of stuff. See, they only see churches from a distance, so it's a great ministry tool. So, think about maybe buying a membership for somebody. I don't know, you know. Uh, well, Shanita, what kind of prayer requests do we have this morning?
2: Well, I'm um, just praising God. Uh, he has worked. Our prayer warriors have been praying for Zane's surgery Friday and then also for Kimmy, who's had several surgeries. And we have an excellent report on both of them. And we are praying this week for Vicki. She lost her husband, Tom. We're praying yeah. for Anna's housing, for Kay's family, for Mira, uh, uh, for um, Lori's family, for Shane. And the other requests that are coming in, we'll get those. Our team meets every friday to pray
0: together yeah praise god okay thank you shanita i love you i appreciate you we're going to go lord in prayer um thank you lord for loving us i pray for each and every person that shanita spoke their name and the names that couldn't make it through chat through emails um i'm asking for healing right now we're commanding healing in jesus name commanding healing father there are those that have lost loved ones, such as Vicki. Uh, we're asking for a shield of, of uh, comfort, of of wisdom, of healing of the, the emotions. Uh, there's a mother out there that is having problems with their children. I'm asking right now for restoration of that family. Uh, there's a guy out there that's struggling with addiction You demon of addiction, you have no right to the child of God. We cast you out and you have gone back to hell. In Jesus' name. We pray for all the children, of course, the children that are being abused, the children that are being slaughtered. We ask that you change the young mother's minds. And we thank you, Lord, for letting us meet together and giving us this important message this morning. In Jesus' name. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Please, again, if you'd like to support us, Consider uh, walking, partnering with us in this mission. I know we're small, but I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. We've come a few times with not being able to make it. It's been tough. But with your prayers and your financial support, uh, we continue on. DavidHeavener.tv forward slash give. Call 844-806-0006. And uh, go to LastEvangelist.com. Considering making a donation so we can finish episode two. We're almost done with it. Deals with the deadly vaccine. All right. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow night. uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be talking about America's Civil War. Uh, Folks, there's some things you got to hear about tomorrow night. I want you to join me. Yeah, it's going to happen. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Hey, just remember, you've got your new body now. I want you to go out and use it use it for God and stay out of the ice cream shops. All right. Well, maybe you can have one ice cream. It's not going to hurt you. God wants us
2: to have fun, but not too much. All right. Love you all. Appreciate it.